thank you everybody for you know joining us here on a Monday night here at Featherfall Tabletop. Uh, this is a uh, it's not sponsored, but this this was gifted to us by Neil Litherland, um, and the module we we will be playing tonight is False Valor. So we did play the um, Curse of Sapphire Lake, which was in the Skull Splitter um, Kickstarter that Chris got earlier, and it was by the same author. So they figured, hey, try this one out too. Um, so we'll be going through it. We'll probably get a, give a review on it afterwards. Uh, just make sure we understand what's happening. And then uh, Skull Splitter, we did bring that up. We are sponsored by Skull Splitter Dice. If you are interested in getting some metal dice, they do sell things other than metal dice. But I'll only recommend metal dice. <laughs> um, I won't roll with anything else. They are they are amazing. They come in their own little dice holder, which is is fabulous so I, I never have to go search for all of them they have their own little spot in the tray which is great um go ahead and you know scroll down to the bottom of twitch click on the skull splitter link and use the promo code featherfall for 10 percent off your first order we are also sponsored by found familiar coffee so i i've been talking with aaron over at found familiar coffee and they are getting slammed um you know people not going out of their of their house with the pandemic that's going on, they are getting slammed. I just want to say, I couldn't, you know, they, they are some of the best people over there and I'm so glad that their business is, is taken off. So we are sponsored by them. Let's give them some more business, help them out a little bit. Um, you can use the the link foundfamiliar.com slash featherfall and use the promo code featherfall for 10% of your first order. So those are our sponsors. We're here on a Monday night. The schedule for this week is a little a little crazy. So we did just finish Dead and Thay last week. We'll probably be giving a review on that as well. Spoiler alert, it won't be a good one. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't fit my, uh, my DM style. <laughs> so it may fit somebody's, but not mine. So And I, I will keep that in mind as we review it. The guys we know will not be playing again this Tuesday. So there will be some news about that coming up. Uh, just as soon as some of the stuff gets ironed out. But this Wednesday in the Dead and Thay spot, we have two weeks until we start our Wild Mount campaign. We will be playing Force and Destiny, uh, just a pickup game. It'll be the beginner box again, so rescue on mountaintop. Uh, it'll be a ton of fun. So enough about us. Let's go around the table. Chris, I'm going to skip you because you're, you're a Featherfall crew. We'll start with... Hey. I, I know, I'm sorry. Everybody knows you. Uh, we're going to start with... Bottom right, which would be Kelsey. Kelsey, you want to go ahead and uh, tell the people who you are and where they can find what you do? Sure. Hey, I'm Kelsey. Um, I am the writer for the Arcane Library, so I write Dungeons & Dragons adventure and content. And you can find me on thearcanelibrary.com. We've ran some of their modules here, and they were great. So go check them out. Thank you. And then we'll go up. Uh, Mem. Hello, I'm Mem. Um, I'm relatively new to tabletop RPG um, and a big horror fan. This is a new unfamiliar thing for me. Um, I am in my first like full campaign on Other Doc's channel on Sunday nights at oh, 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. I'm, I'm out in Standard Time, so I'm like, I don't remember what time difference. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I kind of pop in here and there doing one-shots. And it's never too late to start. So if you're like Mem here and you want to play, this is the perfect spot. 
perfect for beginners. Uh, and last but not least, Khan. Khan. That's me. Every hey time. everybody, I'm Khan. Found it. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's that's how the name evolved. It's Khan. Found it, and then it just became Khan. The whole Star Trek vibe. But anyway, um, let's see here. Friday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at Twitch.tv. Never free. Running. Um, a homebrew campaign, not running, but being run around by a DM in a homebrew campaign called uh, The World of Runeguard. I've started um, my own adventures into DMing on Saturday nights on my channel, twitch.tv, confound it. Uh, absolutely having a great time doing that. That's at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then um, you can always find me in the Featherfall Discord on Twitter at twitter.com, the confound it. Other than that, glad to be here and Let's do it. Let's do it. And Chris, um, I oh, was hey. kidding. Uh, hey, I'm. Uh, my name is Chris. You can find me on all things social at Two Socks, O five probably. There's probably the O five at the end. Uh, you can find me in the Featherfall Discord. Uh, link down below. Um, what else? I play. I DM Curse of Strahd every other Sunday. We'll be coming up this Sunday. The players just made it to Valaki, and uh, some good things are going to happen there. I can't wait. Um, what else we got? I'll be playing in the Wild Mount campaign starting soon. You can find me here on Wednesday in the Star Wars one-shot. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just hang out, like, I'm here. Yeah. Wild Mount. I am, <laughs> so ever since I bought the Star Wars beginner game, I'm trying to get everybody I can to play it. It is so much fun. I mean, you gotta like Star Wars. I'm ready. Wars, really, but... Okay. Uh, introduction is done, so what do you all say we, we get into the game? Let's okay? do it. All right, so False Valor. Um, the farms of the fertile Dale Valleys are generally thought to, of as quiet, prosperous places. Less than a week ago, though, that peace was shattered when a young woman was found dead on the doorstep of the Deeping, deep, deeping Woods. Sorry, that's a tough one. Uh, her heart was pierced by a black-fletched arrow in a manner eerily reminiscent of how the Greensgrove Elves sparked off the Three Dales War no more than a few generations ago. Tempers are running hot in the valley, and while cooler heads are prevailing for now, that likely won't last for long. In order to prevent the scars of that awful war from tearing open again, someone needs to get to the bottom of what happened and make sure no one else ends up as a crow's feast. And those someones are you. So let's take this moment to introduce your level one characters, and we'll go opposite order this time. Chris, if you will start us off. Oh, hey. Uh, I am playing tonight Rogar the Bloodless. He is a dragonborn fighter, uh, level one, so I don't get any of the cool stuff. <laughs> but that's okay. Roll with it. Uh, he is actually he's a blue dragon, but he is albino, so he only knows he's blue. A blue dragon become because of his breath weapon. There's no other way to tell. He wears uh, cobalt blue chainmail armor to kind of you know make up for his uh, lack of pigment. And yeah, he's he's kind of the protector. He's ready to uh, step in front of some arrows for people and just kind of uh, you know help people out. But that's Rogar the Bloodless. Perfect. And up to Khan. I am going to be playing Engelhart Pyrebluff, a male variant human, uh, six two, about two hundred and fifty five pounds. A uh, little bit tan, medium athletic build. Uh, other than that, he's a male variant human fighter, also first level. He is a had a little bit of a gambling problem, which came into a little bit of trouble because he's not very charismatic, very uh, 
Uh, you know, just not the kind of person that you trust a whole lot, which isn't a very good thing for a card shark. Perfect. Then. Alright, so tonight I am playing Azaria Windfeld. She's also a variant human, female druid. Um, so she's about 5'4", you know, slim frame. She, you know, uses her sort of religion to help with her life as basically a farmer. So she has lots of crops and some animals. She lives a pretty simple life, um, but does, you know, use her magic. What little level one magic she has. <laughs> level one! <laughs> um, and last but not least, Kelsey. Hey, so I'm playing Ob Ix, who is a half-elf paladin, and she was once a pit fighter, but she won herself free after swearing an oath to the god of magic after a fight where she realized that magic can be corrupted and used in a bad way. So now her purpose is to protect and keep healthy the, the whole weave of magic. But she's just level one, so... <laughs> <laughs> level one! Level one seems to be the, the theme. <laughs> and so, by some means or another, you all are here to investigate. You all are here to figure out what happened. Um, knowing a little bit about the Three Dales War, it was a war between humans and elves, and it was it was bloody, and it was for a while. So, um, walking you you all are walking into Stone's Crossing at this point, which is, which is the town that that this starts out in. Stone Stone Crossings sit to the south of the Deeping Woods, and is largely made up of grain and dairy farms. Small mills dot the countryside, and the town proper is quaint but prosperous. If one glances behind the newer facades, though, the old char of wartime fires is still quite visible. Something that's true for the people as well. While many are going about their day-to-day -day doings, it's clear in the it's clear, excuse me, in their darting looks and hushed conversations that something is not right. There's tension in the air, whether that coming storm will burst into violence or pass over, is anyone's guess. And so as you all walk up, you're walking through this this small town and you see the mills the different farms um the deeping woods is that huge uh hill set behind and then stone crossing is the town there so as you walk through the town the reeves office is a small neat building on the corner of the town square it looks like it was once a small house but has since been converted a small crowd of young men has gathered around and their leaders pointing a finger at a tall, broad-shouldered man with a gilded oak badge of office on his chest. You listen to me, Peck, and you listen good. The young man says, you know who killed Sherilyn as well as we do. You don't need to know why they did it, so instead of sitting on your hands, why don't you prove your loyalty with... Loyalty is really with this town. Stand up and speak the truth. And then a grumble of assent goes through the small crowd, and Peck, which you know is the Reeve, um, Quill Peck you have been given his name, uh, raises an eyebrow, but otherwise makes no motion. And he kind of puts his hands up. Oh, all right, quiet, quiet down. Uh, I know you don't want to hear this, Alistair, but the law is the law. And whether you like it or not, if the Green Grove did this, I'll find out. But if they didn't, you can't unspill that blood. The crowd grumbles at the shouts, rising in a single discord, distorted voice. 
if someone doesn't do something, this might spill out of control. And that's where you all come in. So you're standing on the, the fringe of this crowd, and you, you hear them in the back start to murmur, Oh, this... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find them all. I'm going to find them all. We will take care of this. And you kind of hear them talking to themselves. Uh, what do you all want to do? We an established group? Um, Are we the four of us together or no? I'm going to say no. You all just happen yeah. happenstance to be here okay. for the exact same reason at the same time. It's coincidence, clearly. Okay. I'll turn to the person that's uh, kind of speaking these words of dissent. and <clears throat> You... You may want to leave this to the professionals, and I'll I'll take my longsword and kind of bang it on my shield. Who who are you? And uh, he he kind of looks narrowly at you. I, I don't see a badge on your chest anywhere. Want to right the wrongs? And I'll kind of like my my beady eyes are kind of sticking out from my my chainmail hood. You don't look like one that could stand a fight. Oh, if you're—I mean, if you're here to right the wrongs, clearly it was the elves that did this. Well, I think I will talk to the man. Uh, the Reeve. Oh, what was his name? Sorry. Blonde uh, Quill. Blonde Mr. Quill Peck. Mr. Peck, and I'll kind of like start making my way up to wherever he's at. Okay. Uh, and what is everybody else doing? I think yeah, Obix is gonna see this this brave show here and she's gonna step forward too and say so is it that you need a badge to believe in justice she and she says i'm gonna pledge my sword to this cause as well because as you can see sometimes half elves are the product of union and happiness between elves and humans and i believe that that can continue here and perhaps we can prevent some problems that don't need to happen and as as you say half elves you hear this quiet rumbling in the crowd and they let they they spread the crowd spreads and lets you walk forward um mem khan what are you what are your characters doing inglehart's going to uh follow the dragonborn in hopes that he starts a fight so he can place <laughs> because he saw this little altercation and he you know he's like oh oh he's going to follow him hoping that a fight does break out so he can put some money down on it okay azaria's watching the Half elf, and wondering if this was the best place to mention being a half elf. <laughs> uh, it's only half of an elf. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody really says anything because as you look through the crowd, there's several half elves. So clearly, the the war between the elves and the humans has subsided, and the and the two communities have come together. Um, so it's not uncommon. But there's maybe an eyebrow raised. Um, so yeah, as as you guys kind of go, you you hear and you see at the front um, who looks to be the leader of this mob of people, and he looks at you and he says, "You haven't heard the last of us, Peck. I expect results, or I will have your badge." And uh, he. The, the part that you guys made, he has slowly gone past it and starts walking away. Um, and then you see, you know, people start to not care as much as, as the, the fight or the, the ruckus may be over. And they start to part as well. Um, so it's just you left with Blanquil. And he goes, oh, come inside. And he opens the door and knowing that you're here for this reason, uh, ushers you all in. 
and he takes a very tired sigh and sits down. Um, as you look at the space, though, it is small, but a, a clear discipline to his organization. Everything in this room has a purpose and why it's there. So it's it's a small room, but it's cluttered of purposeful items, right? And he goes, I have trouble enough on my hands, as you can, I mean, as you can clearly see outside. What is it that you want? I mean, I hope you are the ones that I sent for to help. We are here to alleviate some of that trouble. But we might need a badge first. A lot of talk of badges. Well, I I mean, I'm not going to make you a deputy. Uh, Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Oh, Oh, that's probably really good for him. <laughs> Inglehart looks around. Is he talking about to us? <laughs> that's a 12. Um, he's like, I, I will not be handing out badges. But Well, I don't need a badge. I was just... There's a lot of talk of badges. <sighs> well, I, I assume you're here for the murder. I could use all of the hands uh, available. And he looks at the four of you. Um... What what don't you know? What do you know, I should ask, as well? I know that someone's been murdered. Sherilyn, is it, who's been murdered? Did I catch that name in the crowd? Yeah. Found uh, in the deeping woods? Yep. Oh, okay, so you guys know... You, you really know nothing. And he kind of leans back. Mm. Well, all right. The girl's name was Sherilyn Rowe. And you can see his face doesn't... After, after the initial sigh of sitting down in the sigh of you guys not know anything, his face is extremely composed. You don't see uh, much change in it, which is which is odd to an extent because it's a small town and murders don't happen often. And then he continues, Her folks have a small spread to the east of town. It's a healthy walk from their place to the edge of the deeping woods. Where, where, they've, where she was found. Um... <sighs> And then, as, as you probably do know, there was the black-fletched arrow uh, that was driven that was driven into her. Um, plenty of folks around here suspect that it was someone from the Green Grove, but I, it it doesn't it doesn't fit for me. Um, I mean, as you, how much do you know about the the uh, Three Dales War? Well. It was between elves and humans that I remember, but I don't know much else. Right. I, anybody, if you want to give me a history check. Somebody from this area, sorry. If you're near this area, I know, Khan, you said you were adjacent, town adjacent. Yeah, yeah I got a six. <laughs> Twelve. Oh. Okay, um, Azaria. Yeah, you know that the black-fletched arrow is is a calling card of uh, actually elves that identified them as the Black Arrow. So they were rogue, almost assassins, that their trademark was arrows that were fletched completely black with you know black quills and the arrowhead itself was black. Um, and that, that was their calling card. And that's why it, it's almost like he puts a lot of emphasis on the black arrow. Um, so, and he goes, oh, okay. So the Three Dales War began when the elves felt that they were wronged in some way. And 
they I was just I was just a small lad I don't remember much of it but they were wronged uh, uh, and they took out their anger on the village and, and all of the countryside so eventually the war had got to the point where they burned all the fields they cut off all supply lines and we were forced to surrender um, we didn't have food we didn't have water nothing so it was you know they they didn't just go out um, you know murdering people that they didn't do that it was it was very thought out in what they did it was the last time uh, a murder like this happened with this uh, this arrow oh many uh, many years ago I can't I can't remember the last time that it happened under my watch has there <clears throat> been anything going on that would provoke such an attack. Well, he's not gonna, he doesn't want to, he kind of shrugs away, he's like, nah. Uh, um, well, alright, don't, don't if, I, if I visibly see that shrugging, I'll kind of, what is it? Well, you see, you see Push that very concentrated face kind of turn, and, he, and you see him almost dart his eyes back and forth, and then he says, well, okay, okay, this, this stays between us. Um, we've, we've tried to keep it quiet because, as you can see, the town itself is uh, upset. They're, they're, they're starting to, I don't want to say riot, but it could very well become a mob mentality and they just, they set their sights on the grove. But we've had multiple animals come up just dead somehow. Well, I know how they died, but we don't know who did it. Um was the body in of the animals well I, the body the body of the animals was they were they were just left on the farm but um it it was a senseless killing and you could tell that there were black these black feathers left around um and he pulls out he pulls out the a, an arrow so not the same one that was used on Cherylin and he goes look, all right look here do you see this arrow? And it's it's exactly how it's described, black fletched, and then you see black black feathers for um can't remember the, the name that goes on the back of the the arrow. It was in my head earlier, can't remember. But you see the feathers on the back are black as well. He goes, Alright. So everything seems to make sense. Except see these feathers? And as you look, everybody give me a perception check. Oof. Seven. <laughs> Level one. Seven. This this dice tower's busted. <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh man. Azaria, you're our last hope. Eleven. 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 Uh, you could see it. You could see Azaria that the that the quills or the feathers themselves have been like trimmed, so it's not a very graceful feather. He goes, all right, you see, these are meant to look, and he pulls it out, pulls it off the shaft, and he, he goes, these are meant to look like raven feathers. These are crow feathers, and he hands, hands it to each of you. Um, as you know, the, the raven itself has a very curved feather. Um, I, I, I think they trimmed it, I can't really tell, but these don't fit with the feathers that were used in the war. 
is they and do you have a thatcher nearby is there someone that we can take this arrow to that has a little bit more than just a suspicion that can give us some fact well we don't that can we don't. confirm your suspicion i mean the thatcher's several towns away that that might be that might be not enough for now um you, i mean honestly where i haven't got much luck because they don't talk to the local authority would probably be down at the at the plowshare which is which you know walking in the plowshare um is the inn and like public house um to tavern things of that nature and Mm. and he goes um it would be wise to not say you're you're looking into this maybe just ask around (laughs) right and do you know before we go did this girl have any enemies or any people in her life who might have been considered unusual um i i would talk to her parents so they are the roe family are at their house um honestly i haven't i haven't got that far yet it's been it's been a nightmare down here just trying to keep the the local citizens from from rioting and and you know attacking themselves mm-hmm. and um, and heading into the woods. So that, that is why I did ask for help. Good. Well, we should talk to them and, and go see what the folk at the plowshare have to say. Need to report back to you or continue on any leads we find. Um, I mean, yeah, you can report back to me as the day is done. That might be fine. Um, I don't need a check-in every... I will be investigating my own leads as I as they come up. So maybe we'll meet out there somehow. Okay. Um, and he goes back. You see him quickly writing notes into on the desk. Um, anything else you all want to do in the Reeves office? See if I can maybe read some of those notes that he's writing down. See what he's scribbling down. See if I can discern more than what he's told us. Yeah, give me a perception check. 13. <laughs> 13. Uh, you can make out um, your descriptions. <laughs> Everybody's descriptions. And um, you can make out unofficial deputies. And then he's writing out kind of the the clues to an extent that he gave you or the places that he tasked you with to start. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, So as you leave the Reeves office, you head down. The town itself is not very big. And it is very small town, so it has a town center. Um, The inn is right adjacent to the Reeves office and you see the plowshare. It is the picture of a plow with a like a, a thing of ale with it. So uh, are you anybody out anybody outside still like I, I I think you said like the angry mob kind of died down a little bit. Yeah, people kind of going about their way. There's people outside but they're not really doing much. They're they're just kind of minding their own business, milling around um they kind of they they don't talk to you because you're outsiders to an extent, and they kind of like <laughs> as you all walk by. All right, uh, and then how how's the plowshare sound? Is it is it rocking in there? Or is it you can hear people in there? Yeah. Okay. Um, right. And he didn't he didn't say talk to a particular particular person. Just go in and kind of feel around. Feel around. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Does anyone have any coin? I lost mine in a card game. <laughs> oh. Well, let me see. Um, I think I have enough to cover your drink. Oh, I was going to try and purchase information, really, but... <laughs> okay, I'll be Maybe glad to get you too. a drink. It starts with a drink. Yeah, well, here. Um, I'll get you all a drink and see if I can find something from the bartender. All right. Uh, are you rather persuasive? No. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, that, never, that never stops me from trying. <laughs> Maybe I should go with you, and I kind of lean forward a little. Yes. I would enjoy the company. Thank Please. you. Please. Uh, Let's uh, go. <laughs> Azar Azaria, do you mind hanging out in the back with me? Of course not. Keeping our eyes open, maybe. Okay. So as as you do walk into the plowshare, it's a high ceilinged room filled with tables and boasting an impressive fireplace. The plowshare seems like it could fit half a, half of Stone Crossing. As you step inside, heads turn and eyes narrow. Conversation buzzes to a whisper. As those sharing drinks and talk turn to see what outsiders have darkened their doorway. Heavy footsteps fill the room as Alistair Finch uh, reaches over the fireplace and takes down a heavy single-edged longsword. An older woman with her hair tied back and apron round her waist calls out for him to leave it. Leave it there, please. Um, and he shakes his head. No, mother. Nobody's safe anymore. We will need this. This will be mine to protect us. I, I'll kind of take steps, like migrating over in that direction. Is there just wandering behind him, like? Okay. And yeah, I uh, just kind of take notice to keep cognizance of where they're at. Okay, uh, we'll start with with Khan, or sorry, Inglehart and Obix. Is that right, Obix? Yeah, mm-hmm. nailed it. Um, it. We'll start with you two. So, what what do you guys? trying to do. I'm going to recommend to Obix that she start the conversation with the bartender. I'm going to try and find out some information from the people directly around us, probably the first three I can come in contact okay. with. So, Inglehart, Most go likely ahead. unsuccessfully. Yeah, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check and Obix. Yeah, I'll go up to the barkeep and I'll order us all something to drink and then sit down for a minute and say so lots been happening around here lately hasn't it yeah but i don't i don't worry myself with it i just keep to myself oh well if you keep to yourself that's good but you must have heard many things others were saying i don't i don't listen i don't have time for that hmm. i just well. i just serve the people of stones crossing that's what we're here to do, too. <laughs> I'll oh, pay him. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, two silver or something. And then, Inglehart, mm-hmm. uh, what was your persuasion check? That was a 10. A 10? Yeah. Um, yeah, th- that was a 10. <laughs> and um, I'm probably going to set this dice tower on fire a little bit later <laughs> on, so I'll see a fire of smoke from the direction of North Carolina. It yeah. wasn't me. <laughs> Um, so as as you're talking around, nobody really talks to you except a young a young man, um, no more than 17, 18, um, sandy hair, and uh, he goes, "Oh yeah, um, we, I I did hear that they used 
fledged arrow. Is that true? That's the suspicion. But we're really here to find out more information about it, not really give any information out. Oh, Is that all you heard was about that, the black fledged yeah. arrow? Yeah. And yeah. where were you? Oh, I, like, I, who, I work who, over who at the Who gave mill. you the information? Oh, it's just the rumors. We I work over at the mill. We, uh, yeah, it, it's just we were talking while we were working, and you know. What do you I, do for the mill? Milling. Just milling, just milling around all day. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I do, I do mill work. <laughs> and and you you really don't remember who told you about the arrow? Oh, we were all talking about it. It was a a group of us, probably five or six on break. Are any of them here now? Could we possibly speak with them? Looks around. Um, I, no, I don't see any of them. I mean, it sounds like uh, Alistair seems to know the most. Alistair, the, the early fellow with the yeah, longsword? Uh, is he is he approachable? Because I'm not... Um, you're the only person that would talk to me. And he, he kind of looks at him. He's like, oh, well, he's had a few... Um, they own the plowshare. He's one of those that once he's had a few more, he tends to loosen up, or does he get a little surly? I would say the latter. Um, but they, him and, well, his parents, he doesn't really do anything. Uh, they own the plowshare, and I shouldn't say this too loud here, but I think he's gonna, he's planning something, I don't know. What do you think he's planning? Well, revenge, it sounds like. Is he related to the Rose? No. I don't think so. Did he... Did he have... I mean, revenge is huge. You don't just go seeking revenge without reason. Well, I mean, rumor Any idea what his reason was? Rumor has it that... Um, the Finches lost everything during the war. And, you know, that hatred just boils over for generations for some reason. Hatred yeah, passed yeah. down from mother to, you know, son to son, whatever, right? Hatred um, is powerful. It is. It sure is. I, I reach over and tap over. Are you getting this? <laughs> yes, and she's going to turn around with a winning smile and be like, Alistair, that's a fine sword you wield. Is, I'm sure you're proud of it. <laughs> it is the family sword. I, kind of, I, I shake the little sandy blonde haired fella's name and I was like, I'm Inglehart Pyrebluff. I didn't catch your name. It's it's uh, Frederick. Frederick, thank you. Um, if I have any more questions later, can I seek you out? Where might well, I find you? Um, I mean, by the looks of this crowd, I'm probably going to be heading home soon because... It gets it gets rough here uh, sometimes when uh, Alistair and his crew, and this is as Obix is is kind of <laughs> called his attention. He um, Frederick quiets down a little bit. He's like, um, "Well, it gets it, it gets a bit out of control," and uh, he shakes your hand, and then you see him head towards the door and leave. Stay safe, Frederick. Thank you. Uh, you as well the one that came and grabbed the sword off the mantle. That is Alistair. Okay. And, and I, I guess by this time I'll be kind of behind him now, so maybe he's in between me and Obix. 
And having learned this, I'm going to immediately rejoin Obix and uh, the fellow. I don't, I don't know his name yet. <laughs> we haven't done introductions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not. Um, it's okay. It's a one-shot. Um, I'm not worried about it. No, that's cool. We so, were just kind of, suddenly we're not deputies. So imagine, imagine like a Gaston-type fellow in, you know, his bar scene that he kind of grabs and he's standing on the me- on the fireplace and he's just like, yes, you know, pretending like he's wielding this sword. Um, and Obix, do you, did you say that to him? Yeah, I complimented his amazing skill with the longsword. Okay, and he goes, it, it is a fine longsword and it will slay many elves. Ah, is that what you plan to do with it? Oh, yes. If that Looks Reeve like doesn't do anything, we will do it ourselves. And you hear the, the you know, the hooligans go, yeah, they're all drunken. It looks like a decoration to me. <laughs> oh, it has, it has slain many of foes. <laughs> uh, I'll take mine and put it down in front of me and kind of put my hands on top of the pommel. You might want to put it back on the, uh, the hearth. Oh, no, I don't think so, friend. <laughs> but it's not used for dragons. It's used for elves. Well, and blood he, is blood. He kind of he kind of has it in one arm, and then has his you know tankard of ale in the other arm. Zarys kind of leans over and whispers, "I think the only one at risk here is him." <laughs> you're right. I think you're right. Yes. Um, so you have uh, you have quite the vendetta. Yeah. Against someone. Well, what do you say, boys? Let's go. And he uh, rallies the, right. the same silly kids that were out front, and they all storm out of the plowshare. Ah. I just oh. got here. I know. We have drink to drink. Oh, you. And you see the bartender go, Oh, don't mind them. They're just. Boys are crazy. Those, that group is crazy. So, where do you think they're actually going? <laughs> I probably... I can't even... I don't know. And you hear the mother come up. I am sorry for my boy. He is... He gets When he starts drinking, he gets a little riled up. He'll go, I don't know, swing his sword at trees and calm down in an hour or so. Be a threat to somebody <sighs> outside of these walls. I couldn't imagine... Not my sweet Alistair. Well, and he's so upset, isn't he? He's clearly disturbed by these turn of events, but I just wish we understood more about what we could do. And I'm going to look at her very pointedly. I don't, I don't know anything. You may want to go speak with the Roe family. And as you start to talk about what happened, uh, you see uh, Mrs. Finch kind of tighten up and, and you know regain composure and become much more serious in her expression. How do you feel about everything that's been happening? I try not to think about it. I just, I worry about the plowshare and the plowshare is all we need at this moment. Has this not impacted business at all? It's booming. (laughs) Because the locals come and drink, get riled up and then go out in the woods with swords? People, people need to, you know, drink to worry away their stress. It drinks away their stress and then they're fine. And we're here to provide that. 
Which way was the row house that was to the south, right? The west? South? West? West? South? And I'm actually talking to her. I'm, I know which way it is. <laughs> and she's just like, it's, it's out that way. I believe it's to the east. And do you have any idea who would, would have done this? Who would have wanted to have done this? I mean, I'm new in town, but from what I've heard, there doesn't seem to be any reason why a tragedy, a travesty, a disgrace of this magnitude would have happened. Do you think it's political, or it's, do you think it was actually... It's, it was clearly... And then she stops. I have no idea. Clearly. He's so close. Clearly. Are you sure about that? I have, I have no idea. I will not spread rumors and conjecture. It's not a rumor. We're actually trying to solve this. We're not going to spread it. I would suggest... Any information you could give us. I would suggest you talk to the royal family. Is there... Any, again, we're not from here. How would you suggest that we broach this with the Roe family? What would be the best way to approach them? Well, if it were my son that were dead, I would be a grieving mother. And it would be a very hard time, so please keep that in mind as you do this. We will. And seems you have a long history of elf slaying in your family. I can't help but think you already know the guilty party in your mind. Well, we all cast our judgments. Whether it's right hmm. or wrong, it's not fair. I, and then she stops again. I have no more to say. I, I look at the party and I was like, I think we've gotten all we're going to get out of her. Let's go talk to the rose. Okay. So it's not a far walk. It's 15 minutes outside of uh, Stone Crossing proper. Can I find any patches of flowers along yeah. the way? It, it, it is very, like, okay. flatland grasslands. Um, there's okay. flowers all over. There's wildflowers. Maybe um, even some lavender. I'll, I'll pick, like, a, a, a bouquet of whatever flowers are, are hanging around or, or uh, good-smelling herbs or anything and kind of tie them together as a uh, welcoming gift. Love it. Okay. A welcoming gift. Welcome to your... Well... To, to the Rose. This is Rose for because... Sorry about your loss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm welcoming you to your own house as I enter. Uh, kidding. <laughs> welcoming um, was the wrong word. As a as a good gesture as a, uh, and hopefully gain some uh, Yep. That's fair. Condolence. It's a condolence. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word. Yes. That's the word. The writer has the vocabulary. <laughs> there we go. Aren't you an English teacher, Chris? Hey, man, I'm doing distance learning right now. I teach from home. I, I don't. Um, okay, so it, it is a 15-minute walk from Stone Crossing proper. And you see you see mills out there. So you can, you know, what Frederick was saying, you see mills just speckled throughout the, the grasslands. Um, and you see a lot of farm, a lot of agriculture cultural areas um but so the the row family spread itself the farm is a small flat patch of land crisscrossed by fences and dotted with milk cows the animals watch as you pass lowing to one another as if sending word ahead to the ranch house as you draw closer you can see the black veils over the windows that signify the family's morning oh nobody out front nobody out front 
ever brought a pot pie. That always <laughs> helps. Sure. But that's good work. That's good work with the flowers. By the way, I'm Engelhart, Pyre Bluff, and I'm being serious. Uh, I am uh, Rogar. Pleasure to, pleasure to meet you, Rogar. Thank you. Uh, everybody else, I mean, and we, we are halfway through. Uh, we should probably <laughs> introduce ourselves. <laughs> We're working together now, yes. Um, well, I'm Obix. We are. We. <laughs> <laughs> well, no sometimes need. You, you're thrown in and the pleasantries are uh, forgotten, but... Yeah, no, we did just kind of get thrust into this, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was like a, I am, didn't even get a badge. I am worried <laughs> that this is not going to be a cut and dry investigation no. here. It's going to get worse before it gets better, I believe. Rogar, I'd have to agree with you. Clearly, it's not just a simple matter of an elf shooting an arrow. It seems more complicated. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And then the whole raven crow feather. Azaria, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Honestly, sort of unsure. I know that it's a, a sign of rogue elves, so does that necessarily mean that it's the elves that are local? It's an obvious I, calling card. Why would, why would they do this? I hadn't even considered that it was elves. And if things have been quiet for a while, why all of a sudden, what is the the triggering point? Exactly. What is the point? Like, and why? The, and then the animal deaths that no one wants to talk about. So there's probably a lot more that's going on than no one's going that's, on That seems unprofessional to me. Like, it's very uh, unprofessional. Yeah, and the Reeve, we wouldn't even go into it. Like, there were no details other than senseless murder. Well, I haven't known elves to just senselessly kill their prey. Right. You have more respect than that, usually. I've never known of an elf to senselessly kill an animal. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe maybe we get into the, the best we can, as politely as we can, figure out where... Uh, what was the, the Roe boy's name? Uh, there's a that was murdered. Bro boy, it was a girl. Sherilyn. Oh, sorry. Clarin. Clarilyn. Sherilyn. Sherilyn. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm glad they made keyboards because my handwriting is terrible. Maybe uh, <laughs> well, I tried to figure out if Sherilyn had made an enemy uh, the, the recently. Well I, well, I had asked Frederick, and I also asked um, Alistair's mother. No one would say anything about her having an enemy. Seemed like a sweet enough person. Right. Well, and who would stand to profit from this anyway? I'm suspicious of the tavern owners because the they claimed better business after this, and so I wonder. So do you think that the son Alistair is feigning his seeking of vengeance as a cover? No, he's He's exactly what he seems. Yes, he's a... He wields his sword like a butter knife, so I don't think he's that capable, but... Maybe. Well, and at that time, I put my hand axe away that I've just been kind of twirling around. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what we can find out here, I suppose. Okay. So as you walk up, it's a nice... 
branch style house. Um, it, it does have a stair or two to the front door, um, but nobody's out. Windows have that same have the black veil all the way around it, um, so you can't really see in. Is the um, can we see anything left of the scene, the murder scene? Also, what time of day is it, and what kind of lighting? It, it is it is approaching like 4 p.m. So it's not okay. dusk yet, um, but you could tell it's it's late afternoon. Um, can I investigate the scene kind of on the sly? I mean, I don't want to be out there poking around. You yeah, haven't said yeah. hello yet. Give me a uh, you can give me like a survival check. All right, come on, you dice tower. This is the last chance you got. <laughs> But the murder That's going to be a 12. Else, right? A 12. Wasn't it, on um, the, wasn't it on the porch, though? The body was found on the porch. But what okay. Reeve said was the murder happened in the woods. Ah. Oh, yeah. How does he know? Hmm. Right. Hmm. Right. I mean. Hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Drag, or, or the drag marks i mean well you're yeah. going to tell me what i can see In Engelhardt, as you're looking um you do see that there's a small patch of of cleaned dr blood um it, it left a small like stain in the wood other than that there's a lot of footprints through here there's you know animal tracks there's wagons in and out um you can see that this is clearly a well-tended farm and it it is it's very busy just in and out. You can't see drag marks. You can't see anything other than just day-to-day -day, uh, tracks. Is there any livestock? Oh, uh, yeah. There's Is there live any livestock, fences, and, yep. like, pasture? So as you were walking down the street, you did see a, a fence. You walked by a fence pasture with animals in that fence. Okay. Uh, cows, chickens, All right. maybe. Hmm. Sheep. Wolves. No, just kidding. No wolves. <laughs> I kind of let everybody know that about the blood stain as I step around it. And it's small. You really have to look to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, hmm. maybe they saw who dropped her off here as they were leaving. Maybe we can get a description of somebody. True. I don't know. Um, anyway, we should probably knock on the door. I'm voting for someone else to do it. <laughs> uh, I am not the best with words either. That's Me either. The gift. Me either. I'm happy yeah. to knock. You have the flowers, though. I think you should hand the flowers over. I, I step back and into the blood stain. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I guess I'll knock. I'm like, Azaria, let's put our best faces forward. Why don't you come up here? <laughs> Yeah, so Obex, as you knock, um, you see a a taller, um, very handsome woman, and um, you can see she has a simple farm wife's dress on, and her eyes, you can tell she has some bags, and they're very red. Um, her eyelashes are kind of matted together from, from crying. Um, what, 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 what can I do for you? Well, we're so sorry to intrude. We've 
We wanted to first give you our condolences. I'll, I'll step forward. You're a good man. These flowers for you. Oh, well, thank Sorry you. Thank about you. what has befallen your family. It is, it is terrible. Yes, and we're here to try to help make it right, although it can never be made right, but hopefully find justice. Oh, uh, are you with the Reeves office? Sort of. I find it odd that he hasn't come out here yet, but, uh, I mean, come on, come on in, I suppose. And go ahead, Engelhart. He hasn't been out here, then who has? Um, well, I mean, there was, I think the deputy came out here, I don't remember what his name was. Um, and they, they took, they took my daughter. But come inside, we'll, we'll talk about it in here. And I'm so sorry for your loss, by the way. Thank this you. must be terrible. It, it, it is a hard time for me and my husband. Um, so as you walk in, it, it is a very small, um, farmhouse and, and there's two couches uh please have a seat we'll see. um well I, I suppose you're here for questions uh i'll let you you'll start i suppose how about you start um, why don't you just tell us of your daughter well she was what can you tell us about her like what what were her interests what how would she normally spend her day well, Why was she in the woods? That's fair. Um, it's she. I mean, she was. I don't want to say a simple girl, but she just she worked around here a lot. She didn't. She didn't get into any trouble. She had a the occasion friend or two, um, but she really stayed around the farm and helped. She was, you know, she helped Dotron, at, which is which is my husband. Um, by the way, I am. I am. Aramina, what is what is all of your names? I'm Inglehart Pyre Bluff, and I'm being serious about that. You see it? You see it like a sad smile. I'm Zaria Winfeld. Nice to meet you. You as well. Well, I'm Ob X. Ob X. Okay. Um, mm, and yes. This... <laughs> This uh, other fellow, uh, and I'll I'll bow my head. Um, did your daughter have a best friend? Well, I wouldn't say a best friend. Maybe somebody she talked to every once in a while. Um, I don't remember their name. They didn't come around here very often. But uh, again, she was quiet. Stayed to the farm. Really, just worked around here. Um, you know, nothing really out of the ordinary. She was, I mean, she wasn't a, a normal kid where she would just go and play and get into trouble and get dirty. She would uh, just kind of hang out here. Do we know how old she was? A uh, teenage, like 18. Okay, all right. She never went with friends out in the wood, woods. No, I mean, well, I get. You know, yeah. Well, the, there's a discrepancy in the stories that we are getting, and the one is she was in the woods and brought. Now, pardon me for being 
Frank here and, and to the point that she was murdered in the woods and brought to your doorstep. Is uh, that correct? That, that is what we believe, yes. Did you happen to see anybody that night coming or going? No, unfortunately we just woke up to it. Mm. It, it was odd um, that she was out all night, but, you know, it's happened once or twice. Did she tell once you or twice. that she was going out? Um, she, she said she had some business in town and was probably going to hang out there for the night, maybe stay at a friend's house. Do you know what friends mm-hmm. were? I, yeah. You know, in, in retrospect, you feel like a bad parent not knowing all of these things, but... Oh, no, no, no. You yeah. don't feel like You're that. Right. Kids I, will be kids, and she sounds like a fine young woman. I don't remember the name. I'm sorry. I, I hate... We're losing light, and I hate to kind of rush this, but could you point me or possibly have your husband show me to where... It happened. Um, well, I mean that's that's uh pretty far away. It's about an hour away. Um I mean, Okay. I, I don't really want to go there to be honest. I I understand, but thank you. Yeah. Maybe you could tell us how to get there. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's it's actually it it's called the Secret Grove. Um all the kids call it that. It's not really that secret. It's right off the main path. And she'll give you the directions there. Hmm. Has your family had any issues with anyone else in town? Not just your daughter, but Um, no, I mean, not really. I mean, we kind of keep to ourselves. We, we just do the work out here. I mean, it's not really... Um, give me a give me a persuasion check with that too. I have a D four you can add to it. <gasps> I bought D fours for everybody. Um, it's a, but it's a natural twenty. Oh yeah, save no need. Um, <laughs> save that. So, as you ask that question, you see Aramina kind of, well, to, I mean, and you you see that same sad smile um, that when Inglehart <laughs> made the joke of his name. Uh, she goes, well, it, I, I think I think she had maybe somebody that she was seeing. Um, I, I read about it in her diary, and uh, I, I could take you up there if you would like to read it. But this is, this is, would be new for her, I suppose. Hmm. Yes, I think maybe we enough. could benefit from seeing that. Read her diary. Okay, so she takes you upstairs to her room, um, and yeah, she hands you the diary. <laughs> Do we notice anything out of place, out of the ordinary? Is there anything about either the husband or her or the home itself? We haven't seen the husband yet. Um, okay. I but, thought she called him in, but okay. But the, right. the husband, is, or sorry, <laughs> the husband's outside. No, he's... Uh, you haven't seen him yet. The house is is immaculate. It's very clean. Um, as you get into the room, if everybody can give me a perception check as well. Come on, don't do. You know what? I'm not going to use the damn tower. No tower. And it's a nat twenty. And it's a nat twenty. Throw the you tower away. Counteracts <laughs> <laughs> my two. Two. It was, it was a nice tower. <laughs> Got a fourteen. Fourteen. Um. 
Okay, actually, <laughs> Inglehart, you're the only one that sees it. In in there's a small fireplace in her room. You see maybe uh, the leftovers of some ash that looks a couple days old. Uh, but there's a bigger piece of paper that did not get burned. Um, but the mother kind of, as you notice that out of the corner of your eye, the mother takes you in, in the diary sitting on the bed. Um, well, here. And uh, she hands you the diary. Hand it to Obix. And then uh, what time of year is it? What's the season? Uh, it's summer into fall. Okay. So late August, early September. All right. I uh, kind of look at Azaria, give her a nudge, and I'm just like, it seems strange they've been burning things in the fireplace. Zaria looks over. She's not very subtle, but she looks. <laughs> I did find and that odd as well, the mother turns in. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to hear me. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I'll try to distract the mother and give an opening to like grab that out of the fireplace. I'll be like, listen, can you tell me? And I'll like flip open a page and be like, who's this person mentioned? Do you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so. Who's going for the piece of paper? And If you weren't Engelhart, I would. And Engelhart, you rolled a nat 20, right? That's what you yeah. said? Okay, so mm -hmm. Engelhart, as you reach down to grab the piece of paper, you notice that right next to it is a loose floorboard. Right next Ooh. to, right up to the, the front of the fireplace. Um, and Obix, as you're distracting Aramina, um, she's like, well, this this is just another neighbor girl. Um, but this is the entry that's, that's a little weird for me. And um, it talks about and this is why I, I thought maybe she she might be in love. It talks about a secret admirer. Um, but I, I will I will let you sit here and read this. I do have to go. I have a pie in the oven, so please just leave the room as it was. Um, and Aramina is going to walk out. And then I immediately turn around and say, I'm so glad she left. I was about to cut a damn toe off. What was that, dear? Nothing. I said, the winter's coming. We need to do something with the snow. Winter and Olaf. Oh, Snowlaw. Snowlaw. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Aramina has, has officially, uh, you hear her walk down the stairs. And uh, as soon as she gets down there, I start to very gently, as to not break the board, try and pry up the board. And I reach in and I hand the shard of paper to whomever's going to grab it. Yep. I'll take it. Um, so you see a letter in there. Uh, the, the floorboard isn't like tacked down. You could easily pick it up. Um, okay. And you see a letter in, in there. And the letter uh, the, the says which is not that there's a date on it, but it's the last letter. So there's a few letters in there talking about a secret admirer, like, you know, teenage kissy-kissy stuff, like silliness. Uh, the last one was, um, meet me at the Secret Grove. Any initials? Any monogram? Does it smell? <laughs> no. Um, no other clues. 
and the the scrap that you pull yeah, what's out, on that? out of the fire, it reads, "I will see you soon. Please burn this letter." Any initials? Any is that's all this handwriting? Handwriting match is letters the same or as the, the letter journal. in the floorboard. Same person. All right, this this is good. I guess we know where we're going. And I, I quietly say, if at all possible, and if we have time, I'd like to see where the murder occurred. That's. But if not, that's had... fine too. Um, I think we have enough without it explicitly seeing it. Ovix, any names in there of who this gentleman might be? Right. Yeah. Anything in the gentleman? diary? Nope. It's very high level because. <laughs> You feel like the diary wasn't like a secret thing; it's more like a journal. Um, mm-hmm. And the the things that were, you know, to be hid were left there. Got it. So did no, seem, nothing. Uh, did, did she seem interested in this person, or just kind of curious about who they were? Uh, you. There are some mentions in there of the secret admirer, and she wonders who it is. And maybe that it's, you know, some random boy in the town and maybe they get their hopes up. Um, but nothing of going to the secret grove or nothing of, you know, like, ooh, it's this person. <laughs> hmm. Then it wouldn't be a mystery. <laughs> the body, the murder happened at the secret grove. We know that. Well... At least that's what the mom said. Yes, We've been said. told that multiple We've been times. Told that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it's it's for you to find out. That's you guys are investigators. For me to know and you to find out. Um, that's true. That is true. Also. Such a DM statement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would like to see the grove. I, I mean, before well, any. I mean, if there are more kids hanging out there, they might know something. Right. Be worth yeah. a shot. Do you think we should go now before the daylight fades, or should we? I mean, the sooner the better, in my opinion. Well, I agree. When, when do teenagers sneak out and go do teenager things? It might be no. there. <laughs> you know, night we, games. We could go check out the grove before <laughs> they get there. Beat them there. That way, we can inspect it, examine it. And we pull a little stealth mission and see what they get up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Good idea. I agree. All right. Okay. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Is the secret go- grove and the grove on the map different? Yes. Okay. Oh, this one's secret. secret. That one's a normal grove. But... Um, yeah. Yeah, you don't really need the map. It's all, you know, theater of the mind type stuff. It's it is kind of funny. <laughs> um the map map doesn't add to the story, put it that way. Um so as as I imagine you all leave Yeah. Head yeah. to the secret grove. Aramina says Thank well, the mother for her time and apologize for her loss again. Yes. Yeah, I hope you mm-hmm. found what you needed. Um I hope you bring some justice to what happened. And you, you all say your, your goodbyes, 
and shuffle out. So as as Aramina said, she gives you the directions as you all left. It is about an hour's walk. Um, and how how are you approaching it? So you walk through fields and then you hit into a forest. And are you guys stealthily approaching it? Are you going to just walk up? How do you want to do this? If it de- it depends on um. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say stealthily, but cautiously, um, so we can survey and see if we need to approach stealthily. Yeah, maybe the most... Oh, right, yeah, maybe the most stealthy person can kind of, like, check it out before all of us storm in there. Let's scout. (laughs) Me. It's not me. Not me. Not me. Come on! What is your? I'm I'm a plus one on stealth, so it's probably not me. I mean, he's awfully <laughs> confident, so. Um, we can do a group stealth check if you don't like. I mean, it sounds like you're all are equally bad, so. Yeah. Well, I have. <laughs> stealth is a zero. Oh, I, I I thought he, I thought he said me. I didn't know he said not me. Okay. No, I said not me. <laughs> I've oh, all I heard was me. Horrible. All right, I'm gonna roll it then. Let's see. Yeah, I have disadvantage, but we'll roll it. It's a... well. I oh, rolled a nap and a 15. So. It's a 15, yeah. It's not, not horrible. Yeah, I, got, I got a 16. 16 total. <laughs> okay. I, I rolled a 16, so it'd be a 17, but whatever. I should have faith in myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew you could do it. Interesting. So, yeah, you all passed this, you know, <laughs> not what I would have thought. Um, you all passed the <laughs> stealth check. So as you, as you approach, it is not a very secret place you you can see it's like three steps off the main path um but you do see it is just off so i'll read you the flavor text just off the beaten path behind a moss covered boulder is a small sheltered space a charred fire pit shows that the place is regularly used but bloodstains mar one of the trees recent scars in the wood also show where something had been nailed up uh, it doesn't take a tracker to recognize that is likely where the body was found. Um, so as you guys stealthily approach, you see... Actually, everybody give me a perception check. Yeah, D4. If you need it. Yeah, everybody has Ooh, it. Yep, yep, yep. Where's that D4 at? Ooh, Here it is. Perception. 18. Nice. Yay. Um, what did I... Get I got seventeen. Thirteen. Rogar and Ingleheart. Thirteen. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, Azari and Obix, you see it. Um, you see that there are four people, almost like they're hiding. Um, so you approach from one way, and they're like looking that the opposite way. You guys approach, they're like hiding behind trees and stuff. Um. Yeah, what do you want to do? Definitely warn everyone. I'll be like, there's four people. They're watching. And as you Pretty as bad. you get closer, you see that they are have hoods on. Green, dark hunter green cloaks. Um, I would say Obix. Uh, oh, Azaria, are you half-elf as well? No. No. Okay, Obix, you, uh, you, you do recognize that these cloaks are of elven... You know, design and make. Mm. I'll tell everyone. I'm like, I think it's elves. You speak elvish, right? 
Yes. Okay. Does anybody else speak Elvish? No. Common and Marquesian. <laughs> well, maybe I'll call out to them then in Elvish. You know, I can I can be like, we mean you no harm. Is that? And let me ask: Is that your uh, first language or second, or like same at the same time? I think. Well, given her background, I think she was with elves for a while and then left of, of her own choosing and then learned better common in the fighting pits. So okay. I think it is her first language. Okay. So as you say that, um, they respond to you and only Obix can hear this. Well, everybody can hear it. Only Obix can understand it. Um, the response is death to the field makers. Um, give Obix, give me a history check with that. History. Okay, let me see. Flat roll. Um, seventeen. Yeah. So you you get that with your growing up, and you kind of you know jog your memory banks. Uh, the language is correct, but it feels off. It feels as if it's not their native tongue. It's almost like somebody who who learned it but speaks it very poorly. Hmm. And at this point, we're all going to roll initiative. Yeah. So, death to us. Death to the field makers. Talk. Field makers. Ooh, got a nat one on initiative, so <laughs> three. Okay. Maybe that dice tower wasn't broken. <laughs> it's just the dice. Uh, I, I got a nine. Nine. Maybe, I, I might. I might need to get some skull splitter dice. <laughs> they, Con, I'm not so anybody seriously skull splitter or not skull splitter roll metal dice if you haven't already you will not want to roll regular dice again yes, I am not kidding Rogar you rolled a 9 yeah Azaria 18 Ooh. Oh, this is not That's how it usually works for me Obix <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Three. Three, that's right. And uh, <laughs> Inglehart. Eight. Eight. Yep. And you made me you made me pull out the metal dice. Oh, you already have some. Why are you not rolling those? Because I was using the pretty krakens. Nice. Which I'm gonna give away to someone I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry to that person. All right. So top of the order will be Azaria with an 18. So you are about 50 feet, eh, maybe more closer to 30 feet from these four cloaked figures. We're going to use theater of the mind. So just do your best to assume uh, we will make movement kind of abstract for all intents and purposes. It's the terrain. Is there any kind of cover? Any obstacles we need to be? Yeah. With? So you are in a tree. There, there are a few boulders strewn about. There's. You are in a forest, so there are trees everywhere. Um, and then, so you, you all are to the left, as well as the the four cloaked figures. To the right is a main path. Um, that it appears empty for the time being. Thank you. Making any aggressive moves toward towards us. Oh yeah, they as they okay, yell fine. death to the you see okay. them kind of they turn their bows. So they had their bows out, kind of like they're hiding, waiting to ambush somebody. Oh. You did hear me say I was ready in my axes, right? Hmm? Yes. Okay. 
Okay, uh, Azari, what would you like to do? <laughs> um, so she'll, she'll take out her crossbow. Um, but they, so they, are they, like, really ready to attack, or are they just kind of saying it and kind of mocking? Oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're... We're really going for it? All right, fine, she'll just... They have an arrow knocked, her... ready to go. <sighs> All right. So she'll... She'll take out her crossbow and uh, aim at the closest of okay. the maybe elves. We're gonna we're gonna call them uh, Bandit One is the closest to you, and then two is second, three is third, four is furthest. Okay. Take a shot at Bandit One. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. That's a seven. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, as as you let loose, it, it just phew. Um, Bandit Two is is gonna is gonna yell again. You will all die, which is inappropriate in in most terms. Uh, and they're gonna shoot right back at you, Azaria, Azaria, rather. Uh, a seven. <laughs> I imagine that doesn't hit either. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, Rogar with a nine, you are up third, and again you are about abstractly. 30 feet away from Bandit 1, 35 from 2, 40 from 3, 45 from 4. You said it's my turn? <laughs> With a 9, you oh, are holy third cow, in the I initiative. Was like, I was waiting for uh, some other people to go. Uh, I, will, I will bring up my shield up right below my eye line. I'll put my uh, long sword over the top, and I'm going to start marching towards uh, the closest one. And over my shoulder, I will say, uh, Ingleheart, you are following uh, not kind of a, a statement slash question, and I will come up, and then as I get within uh, melee range, I will take a, a swipe. Okay. At uh, I guess it's number one, the closest one. Yep. Uh, let me. Sorry. Come on. All right. This is a longsword attack. Um, that's an eleven plus five. That's sixteen to hit. That that definitely hits. And I'm using one hand, so it's a d eight. Uh, that's gonna be six points of. Is it slashing? Slashing damage, and then I'll I'll put it back on top of my uh, shield. Okay. Okay. Uh, that bandit one that you just slashed, ugh, and you hear him say in comment, "You gotta pay for that." Um, and want to hurt you? Uh, ten. I'm assuming a ten doesn't hit. Nah. Uh, okay. So bandit four, it, Rogar, he's gonna take a shot at you. For an eight, I'm assuming an eight doesn't hit. <laughs> um, nope. Obix, it's your turn. Actually, Inglehart, where are you? You're a three, right? No. Inglehart should be right after me. I think he rolled an eight. Is that right? Okay. I don't know how I missed you. I'm sorry. Um, dude, if you see my charisma, you. I'm missable. No. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so Ingehart, go ahead. You would go at the same time as Bandit 4 anyway, so... Okay. All right. While Rogar is charging, I'm going to... What's my distance distance to close on Bandit 2? Uh, 35 feet to Bandit 2. Okay, so I'm going to run up, and at the time that I get side-by-side side with um, Rogar, and he's looking over his shoulder to tell me I'm coming, and I'm already passing him, I'm going to throw... <laughs> the hand axe in my right hand and then I'm going to draw my long sword and are you going to let me do anything after that because that sounds like maybe not 
So, um, you can, and how that's how that works is, I would use it as an offhand attack. So the I would say the throwing axe is an offhand attack. It would be a straight d twenty, no modifiers. Um, All right. And no modifiers to the hit. You would still have your strength or whatever modifier for the actual damage. I'm pretty sure that I'm never getting that axe back. <laughs> In the woods. Yeah, it just... It was a five. Yeah, so... <laughs> as you throw it at Bandit, too, it just... Uh, and then just keeps going, and you hear it hit the ground at some point. Uh, you need a boomerang. And go ahead, go ahead and roll your regular attack for... Uh, the attack. That's going to be a ten. Uh, ten. So as you as you throw with your other hand and draw your sword, uh, you swipe right into the tree right next to Bandit One. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So anything else you would like to do? I, I think that's your bonus, your action, and your I'm, move. Yeah, I, I want to hang my head down and just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Obix, it is your turn. Are you so, standing next to me, Ingle? Uh, Ingle? Ingle? Ingle I'm past you. Yeah, it'll be okay. a little bit past you. Yeah, I'm like five foot past you. Okay. Okay. Obix. So, am I able to reach anybody? I don't think I can reach anyone in melee range just by moving. What's your movement? Thirty. You can reach Bandit One. Okay. Then I will I will do that and I'm gonna use I'm gonna charge Bandit One. I don't mm. know if we were doing feats, but I have the charger feet. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna um gonna use my, my longsword two handed here, so let's see. It's a nineteen to hit. That hits. So it's a D ten. Let me see. Six, seven, eight, so nine, and then the charger feet gives me an additional Five damage. So it's fourteen. Yeah, this person is cut in twain. Papa is detained. Uh, yeah, no, this <laughs> they don't they don't last long. <laughs> Learn better, Elvish. <laughs> <laughs> you stinking Elvish. Okay. Um, anything else you'd like to do, Obix? That's it for me. Okay, and the last bandit to go, Bandit Three, is going to see his partner cut in twain. And shoot a cross or a longbow at Obix. Um, I, I'm going to use my reaction and make that disadvantage. I have the uh, protection. Okay. Fighting style. Uh, so, <laughs> so the first one was a 15. This is now eight. Does eight hit? It does not. <laughs> oh, I like. I sh I jump my shield out just enough to, for the two twang off the uh, the arrow. Well Good played. Luck. Well played. Um, all right. Top of the order again, Azaria. So it turns out that she does speak Elvish, and I just I just remembered that. Nice. Oh, well, now you know. So also, you heard that the Elvish <laughs> said death yeah, to the field. They're terrible at Elvish. You know, it's been it's been a long time, and it just came back to her. <laughs> oh, that that's oddly familiar. <laughs> I kind of know these words. Love it. Um, <laughs> um, is so I guess it's bandit. Bandit one is gone. Bandit one two. is is Dunzo. And so Bandit, Bandit two, two almost died of laughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
How close am I to Bandit 2? Am I close enough? 35 feet. So I don't think you moved on your first turn, correct? I, I did not. Yeah, so uh, you're 35 feet. Hmm. I feel like... Eh, we'll try the... We'll try the crossbow again. We'll see how that goes. Always We're having a, a good time. We're having yeah. a good time with that. <laughs> okay, a 19. 19! Hits! Uh, yeah, so go ahead and roll the damage. Alright. Remember what the damage is? It I will is... say, crossbows on this channel have awful luck. We had somebody who played our wild mount campaign. Out of the 100 plus times they shot it, they maybe hit three times. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Eight. Eight. So, yeah, you catch... Which one were you shooting at? Number two? Number two. So, yeah, you catch Bandit 2 uh, right in the shoulder. Oh, oh that hurt. And you heard that in common. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do, Azaria? Um, is there a tree nearby that she can kind of duck behind to prepare to aim at the next? Yeah, absolutely. So there's plenty of trees. You just kind of tuck tuck into one, um, and you would you would now have. I'll give you three quarter cover. Uh, so if anybody were to take a shot at you. Um, but this one is now in melee, so Bandit 2, it is their turn. Uh, melee with you, Inglehart. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> like, I feel like all That's the gonna cameras be a, glitched for a second. Yeah, it's going to be an 18. Uh, well, it, they're swinging at you, so it's oh, okay. 10, 10 to hit, I imagine. It doesn't hit. No, yeah, no, it doesn't even. Yeah. That's also an 18. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, 10 doesn't hit. Okay. No. I, I don't think they're going to hit you all fight. <laughs> Anybody all fight. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and he is going to just stay there. Uh, it, Rogar, it is your turn. So the one that I was in melee with is down. How far out are the other ones? Are they... 5, 10, and 15. Okay. Um, I'm going to say in common, you don't have to end up like your friend. And I'm going to run and charge towards uh, the closest one, and I want to shield bash and try to just knock him on, uh, knock him prone sure. if I can. If uh, I don't know how this will work mechanically, you tell me. But um, I want to just kind of like more scare him than anything. Now that we've killed one of theirs. Yeah, give me a strength and, check. Okay. Uh, oh, fart. Uh, that's an eight total. I rolled a three. Well. As you charge, you'd knock oh, him... Oh, actually, that would be a, a six. Sorry. If it was athletics, it'd be an eight. If you wouldn't have said... I'll give you athletics, because I think that's right. more eight. fair. Eight total. Because um, <laughs> this this person rolled a seven. So as as you <laughs> shoulder down into the shield, and this person is now knocked prone, Bandit 2 is prone. Um, and I'll, I'll have my sword over him, and I'm looking right at him. You don't have to die. Okay. They don't respond. Um, anything else, Roger? Uh, no, that's it. Okay, Bandit 4 is going to shoot at you. I'm sure this will not hit. Ooh! 22, Rogar. Uh, yeah, that hit. Oh, you just have to really downplay it. <laughs> I didn't even have the dice. I didn't know what they... I haven't rolled damage yet. Uh, Hopefully it's low. <laughs> nine. Nine points of damage? Yeah. It's, oh. it's a one. It's a one d eight. Oh my god! Yeah, I take a. I take a good chunk of. 
little bit of lightning comes <laughs> spilling out of my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <been> a mistake. <laughs> All right, Inglehart, you are in melee with a prone person, and then Bandit 3 is five feet from you, ten feet from, you're ten feet from Bandit 4. I'd look over at Rungar, and um, he's not in immediate danger. He was hit with a crossbow bolt, correct? Right, Rungar? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, and then there's a person prone right in front of me. Okay, I'm going to... Here it was loud enough for me to hear what was going on. I... How far is it for me to close on, I guess, what would be Bandit for now? Ten feet. Do it. Okay. Yeah, so you run up past Bandit 3. You're kind of between Bandit 3 and Bandit 4 now. And I, I just full-on charge, and I just want to shoulder check and take him to the ground, go for a grapple. Okay, sure, yeah. We'll do the acrobatics thing again, so you go ahead and roll okay. that. Uh, I rolled a 7 again on my strength check, so... All right, well, I've got an 8 plus 1 on acrobatics, so yeah, that's 9. Enough. You tackle this person. Win's a win. So the only, the only bandit left standing is 3. Bandit 1 and Bandit 4, or Bandit 2 and 4 are grappled. Uh, it is Obix. It's your turn. Awesome. Well, I'm going to take out my shield, and then I'm going to run and try to shield check number 3 in the same way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they have a low strength modifier, so well played. So it's a 19. Damn, that's good. I rolled a 2. Rolled. A 2. <laughs> Hopefully I knocked okay. the bow out of his hands, too. <laughs> yeah, so everything just goes flying as this as Bandit 3 just hits the floor. Uh, we're going to just take it out of combat, so <laughs> they're not going to put up much of a struggle here. Yeah, let's round these guys up and just... Maybe, maybe we have... Does anyone have rope? We can just tie them up. Do I, always, I always, I always get rope. You sure do. Home without it. <laughs> I will help you. Nope. Good call. I will help. Uh, this is the best choice that you could have made today. Looking at all of them, and we'll tie them up. Honestly, I'm sorry I, I had look, to kill your friend, but his elvish was just abominable. <laughs> and I look at Rungor, and I'm just like, pretty sure we took their, uh, we took their choice. And then I look over at Azari, and I was like, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, are you decloaking these fine people? Yes. I think eventually, yeah. yeah. So, as you get them all tied up, you pull the hoods down. Uh, you recognize these fine folks as maybe some ruffians from the bar. See that? Uh, decorative uh -oh. longsword? No, you do oh, not. No. no, not that guy. Oh, okay, okay, good. That's good. Frederick. <laughs> no, you do not see Frederick. You, you. It uh. is not Frederick. Are these Alistair's friends? Uh, you've you you might have noticed them from the the mob that was gathering outside of the Reeves house. So you would consider them part of Alistair's crew. It was dude, man. You threatened with the sword, right? That's Alistair, yeah, but there he is not here. No, 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 no. The first guy that he banged his sword on the shield against before the uh, Reeves came and got us. Oh, yeah, the guy that I was talking to. Oh, yes. And I was going to come up and I was going to bet against you because I'm an idiot. Yes. <laughs> you notice that they are those same folks. Ah. You are not Elven, yet you wear 
the elven cloak. Just get this over with. No, what is the meaning? What is the meaning? And I'll kind of lightening out my nose a little bit. Uh, give me an intimidation check. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you'd say. I'd like to talk Damn, to him. Damn, that's a one. Say that Oof. again, Inglehart. Yeah, it doesn't. I was going to try and help him, but there's nothing you can do for a one. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're helping, I'm going to give him advantage. advantage. Well, yeah. I was I was just going to make a little quip. I was going to say, it's like, oh, it gets serious when the lightning happens. Yeah, uh, so go, go ahead. I'll give you advantage. Yeah. That's okay. because oh, he's going to to bring the thunder. That's two ends of the spectrum right there. That's the nat 20. <gasps> yes. No joke. So, um, yeah, you, uh, you, you see one kind of, we're sorry. Um, ZP is pants. No, no, <laughs> no bodily functions. Um, First to digitation. <laughs> yeah, his pants are now wet. Um, so, so, um, no, you, you, you see him and, um, he's like, we're sorry. It was, it wasn't our idea. We maybe have taken this a little too far. Whose was it? He's gonna kill me. With that, he's gonna kill you with that decorative long sword. <laughs> and he kind of, he kind of chuckles. It, it, it was Alistair, um, but I'm af I'm afraid plan plans have already been set in motion. You may want to, you may want to hurry. Where? Um. So he lays out the the plan, the plot, and this group. He he goes into detail. He's like, we we were meant to ambush you all, um, and Alistair was going to meet the Reeve, and ambush him. So you may want to hurry. And he points out. Let me double check where that's at. While you're while you're double checking that, I'm going to ask him. Be like, in order to ambush us, you had to have known we were coming here. How did you know? It's, it's only logical. Why wouldn't we be here? Why wouldn't you come here to search where she was found or where she died? Speaking of she, are you the ones that did that? It, it wasn't us. It was, it, it was Alistair. Why? <sighs> Well, um, it's because, I mean, the, the whole, the, the Finches have always been upset with how the war turned out and how their family, well, essentially got shunned and they were, everything was taken from them. And so they've, you know, they would get to talking about the war and how they've lost everything. And one night, Alistair just you know, decided to... Out on an innocent girl. They've got the plow horse. What did the rose have to do with this? Uh, gullible? I, I, don't, I don't know how he chose Sherilyn. It wasn't... It wasn't... We weren't a part of that. Was he the one writing her letters? Thank you. Uh, I, I do believe so, yes. So I'm correct in assuming that Alistair's posing as elves 
killing a human to get people mad at the elves. What would Alistair gain from yeah. re reigniting a war? And how would Sherilyn's death Fame. help to that cause? Or is he just a sick fart? What <laughs> you can't trust. Uh. Uh, well, um, I mean, the, the, the plan was to rekindle the war and you know, with both communities so entwined with each other, it would just split them apart again, and you know, we would just... Nothing to be gained from that. Well, Didn't we kill them yet? I am on the edge. As am I. Hmm. All this for a child to swing a sword. Now, now that you... Wars have started for less. Now that we talk about it, it does seem childish. Hmm. We, re we, repent, and uh, if you let us go, we will right our wrongs. Insight, Jack, because this <laughs> is determining whether I kill this guy or not. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. If you oh, don't shit. kill him, I say we just leave him here. Yeah, we, can we tie them to some trees and just let them stay for the night? Put them on the railroad remember, tracks. He's dead, at least. <laughs> maybe maybe Carolyn's ghost will pop up. Yeah. You remember those <laughs> animals Reeves told us about? <laughs> oh, the vicious animals, yes. Yeah, the vicious animals that were murdered senselessly. Yeah. Which, oh, those. Uh, yeah, you can't, you, you can't really tell if he's telling the truth or not. Um, they, they seem sorry. I can't. Um. <laughs> I'm like, convert to worshipping Bacab now or you die. <laughs> well, and, and they, they try to appeal to your Better side. He's like, well, just take us to the Reeve and we'll let the law handle this. Well, that's where we're heading, anyways, because of the other ambush. Well, the ambush isn't in town. Oh, I thought it was at the Reeve's place. No, it was for the Reeve. Um, so I did find oh, it. Sorry, that's right. He was going. He was yeah. going somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, Reeve no, was, and this is what Jacobs told you. You don't know his name, so. So what the right. person in front tells you. <laughs> Jacob, um, got it. Yeah, that the Reeve was actually heading to go speak with the elves and just, you know, calm anything that may be happening on their side as well and, and be full disclosure with them. And that the ambush was about halfway um, along the way, which is north out of Stone's Crossing. We should what's the distance these? we have? Yeah, what's the distance we have to cover and can we make it? Uh, you're... you're about 45 minutes away. Oh, let's go. Um, we should bring these men here um, as these cowards, just in case. If they slow if us they... down, could we leave yeah. them and then if come back to them? I said let's tie them to a tree and come back later. Yeah, if they slow us down, do I'm, for, I'm for leaving them now, but All right. I don't leave them an that I'm going to assume, and I'm probably not wrong, that they kill little parts <laughs> all right we leave them here let's okay tie them to the the big mossy boulder i guess uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah you tie them to the I, boulder. I toss a torch down in front of them i was like i know y'all are scared of the dark i don't want to torture you, <laughs> you, you see, <laughs> um try and try and wiggle out but 
last they can't. You guys tied well enough knots. Um, so you guys were going to have to move at a fast pace. Um, yes. It takes about 30 minutes sprinting through the woods. Um, but you get back to the other main road. So there's like one road that goes off this way, the one road that heads directly north to the grove, which is where the elf, elven city is in the forest. Um, and up ahead, you do hear like clanging. Um Almost as if a battle was taking place. Um, just for clarity, I use my second wind <laughs> since I almost died. Oh, nice! So I don't have it, but yeah, that's fine. I I'll kind of pick up pace once I hear that familiar sound of metal on metal. And, sure. Uh, Same. Pick it yep. up. Okay, so as you guys get closer, uh, you, you hear, and now that we have you, <laughs> and it, that, that same, like, really arrogant, like, cocky chuckle, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to finally finish this war. Uh, I take my other hand axe and <laughs> throw it, too. Okay, yeah, uh, go ahead and roll an attack. <sighs> Awful. Uh, again. Again. That's what I rolled before was a five. <laughs> a five? No. Yeah, it doesn't even get close, so they don't even notice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, the, the, the way the night just flutters by. <laughs> oh, where's that? And it is getting to be uh, evening, so it's like eight o'clock, you know, yeah. late summer. So sun is setting. There's still sun. It's dusk. Um, and the last word or the last sentence is the way it should have been finished in my grandsire's time. Um, and as you get closer, you see that uh, Blonquil Peck is being held against a tree with two ruffians and uh, Alistair. Um, any and, any elves? Or are those the only people? Uh, well, you see, so you see them in the same hooded cloaks, and you see that Alistair has kind of like a bandana over the top of his head and his okay. face, so much like. Yeah. The ninja like that ninja. is <laughs> not a ninja, <laughs> just you know the, and he has that sword um, kind of posted up to Peck on the tree. And is he speaking common or Elvish? Common. Okay. And he he starts to put a little pressure on it. Into Ooh, I'm gonna yell from yeah, please. I'll yeah. shout out. I'll be like, so you can't win in a fair fight. It looks like. You need someone to hold your enemies still. And he goes, I need nobody. And uh, he pulls pulls the sword away from Peck and faces faces you, Obix. Um, I'm going to say you guys are about 30 feet apart at this point. And we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> uh, oh, man. All right, that's better. That was... Yay. And so there are... Not a bad. So you see Blonquil, and then you see the other two holding him. Um, so th that will be Bandit 1, Bandit 2, and Alistair. 14. Okay. For me. What did everybody else get? 14. 14. Okay. Ooh. Got a 13. What's your dex, Inglehart? Okay, Obix. Your dex. Your dex uh, 
Dex modifiers plus one. And Zarya, would you would Same. you roll? Three. Oh no! Oh. I mean, we technically attack at the same time anyway. It, it doesn't matter to me. You can you can go first. Oof. Okay. Uh, so it looks like Alistair is up forced. Pack a lot. It would be too. Zarya. Okay. So Alistair's up first. He's gonna close the distance uh, between him and you, Obix, and he's going to take that longsword uh, and are melee. We within, are we within five feet? Everybody's like, within each other, yeah. Okay, then I'll go disadvantage, use my reaction. Okay, so that was a 16. Ooh, so 16. Uh, misses. I have a shield. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he comes down right <laughs> on your shield. Uh, but that's his turn, and it's going to be Inglehart, your turn. To start off, I want to point a finger at him and cast uh, True Strike. Ooh, that sounds fun. And then, yes, it's very much fun. Um, it grants me insight, and basically I get advantage on my attack roll. Okay. Which I want to follow up with Longsword. Uh, is a True is Strike a bonus action? It's a cantrip. Is it a bonus action cantrip, though? No, it's an action. Dang, damn it. Oh, yeah, I dang. think it is. That's... That's why I never take it, because it's... Yeah, mm. that is bad. Okay, but you do have advantage if you still want to roll that route. Okay. Yeah, it's a 13. Okay, uh, so are you rolling the route of two strike, or are you rolling the route of an attack? Well, I'd already rolled before for the true strike, and that was... What did I roll the first time? Does anybody remember? I think it was a five, probably. Yeah, so the true strike. Well, that would have been a save, right? Uh, for the true strike? Mm -hmm. Let me let me look that up real quick. Uh, you extend your hand and point a finger at a target range. Your grant you a brief insight into the target's yeah, defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage. So I'm going to say that in itself, that spell, is going to be your action. The whole action, yeah. So you have a bonus action. Um, and since you didn't attack, I'm not going to let you do the bonus action uh, just second attack you would need you know to have yeah. done the attack the first time yeah uh, so you have a bonus action if you have like another cantrip you could do or you have your movement that you can run up well i guess alistair's right on you as well so you could stay in melee range there well it's concentration so i've got to hold the concentration in order to get an advantage on okay so that's pretty much going to be your turn uh we'll go yep. to rogar your turn Inglehart, you have him. I will run towards uh, Peck. Okay. And I will try to... I will get as close to the one closest to me, and I will take a longsword shot and try to release Peck. Okay. Uh, if I can make it that far. I mean, they're, they're just... They kind of let him go, and you see Peck, as you get past Alistair, you see him kind of just slump, almost as if he's been beaten for okay. a little bit. Yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of use my shield to kind of push him behind me, and then take a swipe at the same time okay. at the the closest dude. It would be Bandit One. Fart. That's an eight. Does not hit. <laughs> and then I'll put my shield right back up. Okay. Um, I have two weapon fighting, so can I take? Well, I don't have two weapons, so never mind. Yeah, enough. You're holding the Done. shield. Yeah, that's fine. 
Took two weapon fighting to hold a shield. <laughs> well, I didn't, but as a fighter, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm done. Okay. Obix, it is your turn, and you are directly in melee with Alistair. All right. Well, thank you for blocking that last hit on me, Rogar. And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna attack back. One-handed sword here. So that's a thirteen. Thirteen does not hit. Mm. Um, yeah, so he kind of melees it with his sword, uh, very Jedi style. Uh, okay, Bandit 1 is in melee with you, Rogar. Uh, a 10 to hit? Nope. Bandit 2, ooh, 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 ooh 23. Yeah, that kind of hits. Okay, uh, they don't have, that's a 1d6. Uh, 4. Better. Okay. Um, and then oh, great. Azaria, it's your turn. Um, how close is Alistair to Obix? Uh, they they're five feet from each other, so they're in melee with each other. Uh, yeah. You're another ten feet, five ten feet away from Alistair uh, to the bandits. You're about thirty five feet. So if I set him on fire, is she, is she gonna be on fire? Well, it depends on what you're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say do it. <laughs> what uh, what spell are you casting? Just create bonfire. Oh no, it'll be right under uh, uh, Alistair, and it'll it's a five foot area. So yeah. all right, perfect. Well, we're gonna. We're gonna go for I was that. thinking about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a Dex save. Is that correct? That is. Yeah, that's correct. Ugh. Seven. I'm assuming that doesn't work. Does not. Okay. Uh, and how much damage is that? Uh, let's see. That's one d8. Let me roll that for you. Eight. Whoa! Hey. And if he stays on that through the end of his next turn, he takes another one d8, right? Uh, yes. Okay, perfect. So remind me at the end of his turn. Um, all right. Anything else for you, Azaria? Nope, she's going to stay right where she is. Okay, Alistair is going to step off of... Good thing it's his turn, because I would have forgotten this. <laughs> He's going to step off of the bonfire and stay within melee of you, Obex, and take another swing at you. <laughs> That's a nat 20. Ooh. I can't help you on that one, sorry. <laughs> this one might hurt. It's okay. Um, it's going to hurt. What is his damage? Ooh, like one, D2. One D, one D8. <laughs> it's a coin. Yeah, it, it's like a D2. It's a one. It's a, one. It's a D2. And a seven. Oh. So you take All ten right. points of damage. Oh, I'm at one. You're <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> can, I give, can I give her my second wind? <laughs> um, well, it is your turn, Engelhart. Alright. Nah, just um, get him. Just get him. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a hopefully kill the person close to me, rolling with advantage. Yeah. Uh, long sword. Oh, it's, oh my god, that's awful. Oh man, that's gonna be. Yeah, uh, 12. Oh god. 12. <laughs> do, that's with advantage? Yeah. yeah. That does not hit. I'm sorry. Dang. I rolled a 6 and a 7. It oh does no! Not hit. Yeah. Um, okay, Ingahar, anything else? Uh, I'm just gonna 
look over at Obix and be like, I'm so sorry, I suck. I'm just terrible at this. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> right. Okay, um, Rogar, you are in now melee with Bandit 1 and Bandit 2. Okay. Can, as a free action, can I like take my, my uh, crossbow and throw it down at Peck? Yep. Okay. Use it! Help! And I will then take a swipe at uh, the guy, Bandit 1. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. Oh, that hits. And then that's going to be 8 points of slashing. Oof. Bandit and 1? I, yeah. yeah. Sword right over my shield again. Okay. Hopefully not get slapped. It, it is actually... Um... Hex turn. He rolled the fourteen as well, so he's gonna take the bolt you've already you got knocked for him. Uh, Sixteen. What is a heavy crossbow damage? Does anybody know off the top of their head? It's a light. It's a light crossbow. One d eight. One d eight. Okay. Ooh, four. His, his dex. Whatever. Yeah. So he's got two. So five damage to the one that you just hit, which downs that one. Um, yeah. He takes it right, like right in the chest. Um, all right, Obix, thirteen, your turn on the. Initiative. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attack back. We're locked in combat here, so let's see Ooh. it. Ooh. Oh, that's a nat two, so nope. That does not that hit. Him, up there. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. At least I'm keeping him distracted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Bandit 1 is donezo. Bandit 2 is going to swing at you for uh, 8. Does not hit. Uh, Azaria, it's your turn. Um, she's going to be bold and brave and run a little closer to Alistair. <laughs> to and, the cast, and cast Earth Tremor. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, read that for me. Uh, you, you call the tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. If the ground in that area is loose earth or stone, it becomes full terrain until cleared with each 5 foot diameter portion requiring at least 1 minute to clear by hand. So I'm going to say you move enough that you would not hit Obix or Engelhart, so you can move right. to the back and just catch. Um, yeah. yeah, so he needs to... Tail end of it. <laughs> Dex save. Meta, meta gamey. Do we want to keep him alive, Alistair? Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just speaking meta game. <laughs> That's a ten. It does not. It does yeah. not save. So go ahead and roll a one d six. Six. That's so lucky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, anything fast. else you want to do, Azaria? Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the top of the order. It's Alistair's turn. He's not going to move anywhere. He's just going to swing at you again, Obix. Wait, isn't he, wait, shouldn't he be prone? Oh, you're right. He is prone. So he stands up. <laughs> Using all of his movement. Um, Obix, uh, 22. That hits me. Uh-oh. That's no good. I'm, a, uh -oh. I'm assuming you have one hit point, so the plus two is going to do it. But this it's, yep. could be fatal blow. Six total. All right. I'm at negative five. And your total's 13? 11. 11. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he just <laughs> cuts you down. 
It hurts. You're, it's bad. Inglehart, uh, <laughs> uh, you see your friend, your ally, fall right next to you. It's your turn. Monsters standing up now, right? Oh man. Yeah. He rolled a eighteen nope. on his initiative, so that's pretty good. Um. I really want to ca cause fear. Yep. <laughs> that's what I want to do. I want to cast cause fear. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, like a save. wisdom save of nine. He's pretty smart. <sighs> He wasn't acting smart in the bar. He really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 12. Jerk. Him, not, him, not you. <laughs> no, it's fair. We, uh, we embody the same. Okay, uh, anything else, Inglehart? Um, God, see, I pay, play a cleric in my other campaign, and like her laying there dying is on my cleric strings, and I'm just like, I can't. Aww. I don't have anything. Uh, no. Okay. No. Um. Yeah. No. Nothing. Actually, can I step in between the two of them? Uh, you you both are in melee, pretty much okay. equally. So uh, he's probably gonna turn uh, his attention to you next. But, okay. Good. All right, Rogar, you have bandit one down, bandit two. He's yeah, I want to finish this guy off. Long sword. Hopefully Peck will help me out. Um, that's a 15 to hit. Uh, that hits, yeah. Ooh, uh, 6 plus 3, that's 9 points of slashing. Yeah, you take a chunk right out of his bicep. Okay. Alright. Okay. <laughs> this is, you're, you're right. Azaria is very gross. Um, <laughs> Alright, Obix, death saving roll, please. Alright, let's see... Please don't die. I'm uh, at 18, so oh. I'm okay for now. Nice. Does Peck, does Peck get a shot? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll throw more bolts his way if... Yeah. Uh, ooh. Ooh, he rolled a 19 plus... Four, he's... I'm not going to give him proficiency. He's just a 19, which is a D8, you said? Yep. Ooh, two plus two. Two plus two. Four damage. Four. He knocks this one out as well. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Hero. You giving, yeah, you giving Peck the crossbow was the best thing you could have done. Um, Alright, so Bandit 2 doesn't even get to go. Uh, yeah. Azaria, it's your turn. Peck is the uh, man. How far from... How far from Alistair and Mike right now? 10 feet. 10 feet? Oh, I'm super close. <laughs> <laughs> Too close. <laughs> <laughs> Too close. Um. Oh boy. Uh. We'll. We'll. Uh. You know what? We'll, we'll try to. We'll try to stab him with the dagger. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Get him. Get him. We'll see how that goes. Let's see. Dagger, dagger, dagger. Fourteen. Okay. Does that do anything? Does not hit. Ah! So close. <laughs> okay. Dang. Um. All right. Anything else, Azaria? Uh, she would like to run away. <laughs> okay, so you come in quick stab and run away. Uh, <laughs> he's not going to take an opportunity attack because he's got other things on his mind. Um, 
He's he's pondering this uh, ass whooping I'm about to lay down on him, isn't he? Yeah, and it's his turn, so he's going to turn to you, Engelhart. It's fine. Uh, 13 hit? No. No, it does not! Alright, uh, Engelhart's your turn. Oh, come on, metal dice. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, that's going to be uh, 13 not hit. Rolling like crap. Thirteen oh, does not hit. Yeah, um, thirteen yeah. does not hit. Rogar. Yeah, I'll turn to Peck. Do we need to keep him alive? And then I'll I'll start booking my way over there. Hopefully, hopefully getting an answer. It's it, it's your call. Put <laughs> it on me, you asshole. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna kill him. If you don't make the call, I'm going to kill him too. All right, I'll come up and I'll. You know, running and just drive the sword right into the small of his back. Ooh, gross. Uh, that's a two, so not going to hit. <laughs> yeah, I you, oh, no. you try to do that, and you, you, like, put it right between his arm, and so you're, like, you <laughs> run into him. Whoa, hey. Yeah. Um, all right, Omex, death saving roll, please. All right, let's see. Oh, a failure. This. I rolled a four, oh. so I'm one and one. Okay. Uh, Azaria, it's your turn. Um, uh, let's see. So if I ran thirty, I'm not gonna get part of the way. Um, do wait. Do cantrips count towards spell slot? Nope. Nope. You can yeah. cast cantrips all yeah. you want. All day. All, all day I long. All day. Okay. We're gonna try the. We're gonna do the create bonfire again. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dex is done. Safe. I'm throwing all my D and D stuff into it. <laughs> I'm assuming a four does not save. It does not. Look at that D eight damage for you. Are you gonna roll an eight again? <laughs> yes, oh, I man. did. You're kidding! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the luckiest D eight ever. <laughs> so, um, he's hurting very bad. It is his turn. You need to put that thing in one of those in case of emergency break glass yeah. boxes. He's he's gonna try and run. So he's in the well, I guess the tremor goes away with the create bonfire. But Rogar and Ingehart, you may roll for opportunity attack. Damn right. Damn right, I'm going to. Nope. Ooh. Nine. Twenty-three. That, yes, that hit. hits. Roll your damage. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Yep. D eight plus three. Yes. How do you want to do this? Yay! Rock down. Hmm. Mm. You know when uh, Rogar stuck his sword under his arm before? I want to do that again, except this time I want to take his arm off. Ooh, gross! And then I want to beat him with his arm. That's even. That's even <laughs> gross. We should have. We should have talked about how we kill people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So as did you see what he did to Obix? I did. Um, unfortunately, I mean, Obix is still lying there. Does he even have anything to get Obix off? <laughs> this is Operation Reciprocity. Um, yeah, so you you hit him with his own arm. 
<laughs> and he is no longer up. Uh, he is he is officially dead. But we also have a party member dead. Does anybody have anything to bring Obix up? Obix, I'm not even good at medicine. Obix, I, please give say, me. I'm a, I'm a plus. I'm a plus three on medicine. Plus three on medicine too. Yeah, while all this is happening, Obix, one more death saving roll, and then right. Inglehart, if you would like, you can try to give a medicine check yeah. to sustain. Yeah. I failed again. Oh my god, I'm awful. Can can Azaria help out that medicine yeah. check and make it? A, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now with this, you if you both have a high modifier and Khan is rolling terribly, you can choose to roll your own dice or you can give one of one or two one or the other the advantage. Since Khan already rolled once, you can either roll your own or give him advantage. Um <laughs> I could get a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Is it really bad? Bad. I've been rolling like crap. Zarya has the hot dice. I would just do it. My whole backstory is a failed gambler. Do we really want to risk this on me? I was going to try, but then I remembered. It's a 19. Yeah, it's a plus three. Is that with plus three? That's what plus okay. two. It was 16 by itself. So you see okay. you see Ingle trying to help Obix up and you're like, move. And I trip. And you help Obix up. <laughs> Obix, you are now hurt very badly. You're back at one HP. Um Oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, sorry, I was trying to save this, but I'm gonna lay on hands myself for five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you heal yourself up. Um you see Peck using the crossbow to oh, stand up, and he's like, oh. "I'll go, I'll go over, and I'll, you know, put his arm around my shoulder and kind of help him up." Oh, I, I, I really, I really appreciate it. Oh, that, that bastard! He, uh, he jumped me. Well, I don't know if you knew his plan, but it seemed he was trying to set the elves up for uh, the murder of the Roe girl. I, that's what I, I mean. That's what I figured. Um, he talked about grandeur and whatever. Um, uh, did you... He said that you were taken care of, clearly or not. Did you... Was there another ambush? Yeah, there's three other knuckleheads tied up. Well, let's go... At the cove. Let's go gather them up and bring them to town. Um, and we'll, we'll finalize this and put the Roe family at peace. What is... Um... What was Alistair's last name? Finch. Finch yep. Ooh, what is the fate of the Finches? Well, we'll I mean, I assume his mother had nothing to do with this. Um, yeah, so this is where we're going to end the module. Um, I'll read the epilogue just so it, it tidies this up in a nice, pretty package. Uh, the, the whole story comes out over the next few days. Alistair Finch, a man who seemingly had all the position and wealth his small town could offer, has been drinking from a deeply poisoned well. Since the time he was a small child, his grandfather had told him made-up stories of his bravery in the Three Dales War, uh, inflating both his own prowess and the crimes of the elves they fought. As the old man got older, he would often take his grandson aside and teach him how to fight. Uh, he knew the elves were bit, biding their time waiting to swoop down on the villages and destroy them, put them put them to the torch so their damnable forest could grow again. Uh, the bitter seeds that old man planted grew into a tree of hate. Um, 
And so Argus Finch uh, stories had been from the wellspring that Alistair's hate came from. It was also the source of his undoing. The old man invented so many details from battle cries the elves had never called to lies about the gruesome way elves would kill their foes. Um, that the false flags the sons carried out there suspiciously flawed. It was those flaws and the town's unwillingness to take the lesser acts of destruction at face value that led Alistair coaxing Sherilyn Rowe out into the night to meet him instead of a tryst with a secret lover, though all she found was death. Death at the hands of a boy who was thirsty for... Next page. <laughs> Glory days... That only that had only existed in the stories of his crazy old grandfather. So that was it. Um, Obix, I'm sorry. Um, I, I didn't die. You, you didn't. Did you didn't so die. You saved me. That's true. I, I have a terrible knack of uh, killing PCs in these one shots. So I, I'm glad nobody nobody passed away, but you did fall. And I want to say thank you, everybody. Um, we'll give everybody the opportunity to go around again. Uh, we'll start with Khan this time. Khan, if you want to go ahead and uh, tell who you are and where people can find you. Yeah, and I'm um, Confounded. You can find me on the Twitters as well as Twitch and YouTube and probably a few other places. Um, I'm in the Featherfall Discord, which is a uh, absolutely fantastic community, and they're the ones that shout out. Don't uh, don't worry about me. Check us out over at Featherfall. Thank oh, you. Oh, and check out Arcane Library. They got some good shit in there too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Them. Oh, wasn't ready. Hi, I'm Mem. Easily startled. Um, <laughs> so I She's am uncertain. Of one. <laughs> um, I'm uncertain. Mem on Twitter and uncertain memory here on Twitch. I stream occasionally. Um, and like I said, I'm in one constant campaign on Sundays on Other Dogs' camp channel. It's Dark Matter, Salt Ma. Pretty awesome. Nice. Have a good time. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for being here. Um, and Kelsey. Oh yeah, I'm um, I'm Kelsey Dion, and I am. You, I guess you can find me on thearcanelibrary.com. I write adventures and like D and D content. Um. And that's it. This was really fun. Thank you for having me on here with you guys. Yeah, thanks for joining in, and Chris, thanks for you know filling in last minute. I appreciate it. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, we had somebody that had to drop out, but it's okay. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody playing here tonight. It was so much fun. Um, this module is, you know, it, it kind of hit some of the tones that you know are we we try to stay away from, but it was it was fun. Um, and you guys, you guys made it amazing. Uh, so well done, good role play, and I hope to catch you all in another one shot coming up. And I want to say to everybody watching, thank you so much for watching, spending your Monday night here. If you're on Twitch or YouTube, um, we appreciate you there as well, even though it may not be Monday night. Uh, and you know, if you want to join us in one of these one shots, join our Discord. Like Khan said, uh, we have one shots that try to hit every other week. Um, and then we are doing a lot of pickup games just for fun, not streamed. If you're interested in doing that, maybe learning a new system. I know Chris was doing Kids on Bikes. I'm doing Force and Destiny. I think there was some Lancer out there. There was, oh, geez, Monster Hearts, all of this other stuff going on. So if you're interested in learning a new system, come hang out. We'll try and learn it, uh, and we'll all play together. So, all right. There's that Stargate based on 5e also. Stargate Ooh, based on 5e. That awesome. Wow. 
Stargate, uh, as long as it has James Spader in it. If James Spader's in it. <laughs> Kidding. Right. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody. We're going to go ahead and end the stream here. I appreciate it so much. And we will talk uh, Wednesday for Force and Destiny. That's it. Next one. All right. See you guys. Thank you. See you. Bye.